This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. 7.35 on the Blitz 11.7. You'll also hear updates this weekend on the Ryder Cup. As the United States gets after it with the Europeans, joining us now on our hotline at 7.36 is Kerry Cosby, Southern Hills Pro, as we preview the Ryder Cup. Kerry, thank you for your time and for classing the joint up after our last segment. We appreciate it. Now, the world's kind of a buzz right now about choices on the Ryder Cup. What do you think about what's going on when it comes to the picks for the team? Oh, good morning, guys. Good to be with you again. Um, you know, the picks are always tough um, because if they don't play well, uh, you're <laughs> the cut captains and the system's going to get blasted. And if they play well, uh, you know, I, I think that's more so on the U.S. side. I don't think the European side, there's really not much controversy uh, with their picks ever. And uh, I think that's maybe part of the reason we don't do very well or haven't done very well in the past uh, 30 years or so over there is that it's, I think we go in as the uh, hunted and uh, they always come in as a hunter uh, regardless of who's got the best team talent-wise, and uh, I think they're pretty evenly matched. But uh, that's always it's always tougher when you're the when you're the one that's supposed to win. I think, and uh, um, so I I don't know. It'd be uh, it'd be interesting. But the picks are always you know, and then you add the live uh, piece to it, and mm-hmm. you got knucklehead like DeChambeau thinking that winning the tournament after the picks had already been made should you know should count. I don't know what he was saying the other day, but. Uh, uh, even when he played the PGA Tour, nobody wanted to play with him. So I'm not sure why he thought he would even be considered. So I'm guessing he wasn't <laughs> on the top 30 list. <laughs> so um, anyway, but uh, I, I think all the all the picks, and you really can't. I mean, there's just no way of knowing how somebody's going to play. I, you know, I always think that younger younger players um, are better than experienced ones. I think. I think the Ryder Cup, especially the U.S. side, is given a little too much uh, weight for experience. I, I think some of those guys have a lot of scar tissue as well. You know, that's that's kind of what experience is. And the Ryder Cup, you know, where it comes out when you're a little bit older is usually on the uh, on the short game. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you remember back to the Valhalla days when, you know, I forgot who all the rookies were, but you had some guys that weren't traditionally on there. I mean, even Anthony Kim. Those those types of personalities they don't they don't care uh, you know Boo Weekly uh, I think Fowler was a I can't remember if Fowler was on that team or maybe it's close but it's what those type of guys when they're just coming out there like and and of course the the uh, Aberg uh, stud that's uh, for the European team that played at Texas Tech I mean that guy that guy's big time talent so uh, it'd be interesting to see I, I do like Kepka on the team I mean he's he's obviously played huge and huge moments um for a long long time and um so i think that'd be good and it adds, adds a little spice with you know some of the mcelroy comments uh you know that um which you, you know from where i sit kind of tend to agree with but the, <laughs> but the uh, uh it'll be it'll be fun to see all that play out how do you feel about the Justin Thomas talk? There's so much talk, there a lot of talk about it's a boys club kind of thing. That was a friendship pick, not yeah. a pick, because he has not had the world's best year. He is not. I mean, his form is not good. And um, so I was, I was a little surprised by that. Again, it's kind of one of those experienced things. He's good friends with Spieth. You're obviously going to pair him up with Spieth um, is, is kind of how it, how it works, I, I, or I guess what they're, they're contemplating, but it, it certainly, um, 
and of course he's a member here, so I got to be careful, right? The uh, the, the uh, um, uh, the um, but no, I'm I'm kidding on that. But he he just you know your form is your form, and and obviously he looked like he's starting to play a little bit better. Uh, the in the playoffs, you know, that he missed by uh, you know a spot or two, and then he played well this past event out in California or on the West Coast, wherever that was. And but you know the Ryder Cup certainly puts a lot of you know more pressure than than most events, other than a, you know a handful of majors. And um, so I, I, don't, I was a little surprised by that. I, mean, I guess I'm not surprised. I just don't think it's a great pick yeah. uh, when it gets down to it. But hopefully he plays great and and you know it, it works out for the, for the U.S. team. Kerry Cosby with us, Southern Hills Pro, talking about Ryder Cup choices and who's on this team. And also want to just get into the, the European team and how hard it is to play on somebody else's soil. It's 740 yeah. right here on the Blitz. If you'd like to text a question, do so right now at 918-262-5072. Scott? Now, this may sound like a ridiculous question because these are the best of the best players. But is there somebody this weekend that's kind of flying under the radar, somebody who we may not think will be a huge impact in the final outcome on either side? You know, I watch a lot of European golf. I actually probably watch more European golf than I do PGA Tour just because of my job. So I, I, I get up early and get a workout in. So I've got the I've got Golf Channel on. And uh, uh, Robert McIntyre uh, for the Euros, left-handed guy, he, he's a stud. And he won over there. I think he won the Italian Open maybe last year on that on that golf course, and most people don't know much about him, but he can really really play, and um, you know he's he's a flusher, so he, he's he's going to hit the ball you know in play, and uh, and he's a gamer, so I think I think he's a guy that uh, is going to perform. People don't may not know who he is. I mean golfers know, but um, if you're just kind of a casual fan and want to watch it, I think he'll be somebody like who is this dude and. Um, as mentioned, the Aberg uh, guys is a, is a real, real talent. You know, from um, they've got a couple. They've got a couple of. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, I think Hovland's got the best form of anybody on either team right now. Um, so I, which is which is cool being an OSU guy and and living here. So I, I mean, I don't know who's playing better than he is. At least when we last saw all these guys play, um, that would be my. That'd be probably my quick handicapping of that uh, you know Scheffler's not his putting seems to be um you know not has been terrible this year for terrible for him uh <laughs> I should say mm -hmm. uh but he hired a new putting coach Phil Kenyon who's remarkable uh based out of Sea Island and and uh really really knows what he's doing so probably just a little different message uh probably helps uh hopefully Scotty rolls a rock like he did uh you know the last two previous seasons when you know the hole looked like a, a big old bucket to him so <laughs> um so I, I think that'd probably be a quick handicapping of it um you know from from our standpoint i i love seeing fowler on there i think he's great for he's such a, a likable person from both sides i think it'd be tough to pick on him from the european crowds because it's going to be a rowdy crowd that uh uh, probably a boisterous crowd known in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there might be a little vino involved somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, there, there could be quite a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, you get loaded up on that one. You know, one thing before we leave choices, pardon me, if you had been in charge, would you pick Lucas Glover over Justin? Um, that's a good question. I, I know he, he he's also um, a flusher. You like, you like guys hit the ball in the center. I mean, those, so, you know, you got to drive it 
you got to drive it to play and you got to putt to win. You know, the, the you know, it's kind of how it works. And but the guys that just make check after check after check after check out there are the guys that flush it uh, with their irons. So they're always, you know, the strokes gained around, you know, approach is always great. So they're consistently, you know, higher up there. And he's certainly one of those guys. He's got some real bugaboos with <laughs> with the putter, even though he was terrific, you know, coming down the stretch this this summer and fall. I'm not sure. I, I may have I may have looked even outside of those two. I'm not sure who it is. I just you know I'm not thinking about it right now. But uh, that's the other thing too. When you when don't when you watch JT putt, don't you feel like he just he looks tense? It, it just it kind of looks timid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just he just looks like he's too mechanical uh, to me. And then Lucas Glover obviously had had real major you know um, um, issues with the putter, and he went to the long putter that that obviously worked it out but you know i'm not sure what his uh, my guess is some of the conversation with zach johnson who by the way i think our our captain we have the best captain because he's a he is one of the more competitive guys ever played the tour with you know and and win two majors and all the terms he won with obviously a tremendous talent but comparatively on the pga tour he would not be one of the more talented guys out there physically so those guys have that mentality so i'm hoping that that's going to be what carries the weight for the U.S. is his kind of doggedness, like a like an Azinger was, you know. Yeah. And uh, that hope, hopefully that's going to be the case. Closing moments here with Kerry Cosby, Southern Hills Pro, as we talk about the Ryder Cup that begins this weekend. All right, I mentioned playing on foreign soil. We hear all the time if you're on somebody else's court, field, course, whatever, it's harder. Is it really harder to play in Europe if for us? Is it really harder to play in the U.S. for the Europeans? I mean, some of that seems natural. It's a different place. It's a different set of weather or whatever. But courses are courses. Why is it harder? Right. Well, I think I think the the crowd and you know it's you know football fields same hundred yards or basketball they're all the same. You know, golf courses are a little bit different. But um, I just think the crowd. I, I think what we struggled is you know it, we're a, we're a road favorite, which is always a tough spot to be in. Uh, if you look at it from like a college football you know, or a pro football something standpoint, but um, I think it's the crowds and um, uh, the European guys seem to always, like I said, play as the hunter. And I think some of that goes back to the Seve and, and uh, Seve days when he, it meant more to him to, I think to, to win the Ryder cup than it did to, to possibly even win the a major great and, competitor, that dude. Yeah, oh my gosh. And I think that just kind of leaks over into their team and I heard Paul McGinley um, speaking what I don't know if it's last night or replay or whatever because the time difference is so so much that you know the European team they, they're playing for um, their friends their family their hometown their country as well as Europe where you don't ever get that feeling with the U.S. or you don't get it very often and uh, I, again I think that goes into we're supposed to win mentality versus, you know, we're going to go beat these guys and knock, knock them off. And uh, I think they have an advantage mentally on us. I think that they're definitely more, ta- the last one we, we routed them because we just had way more talent and they weren't, they weren't great. Uh, and it was at home, but, but I, you know, I think they, the talent's pretty equal you know, they have three of the top five on their team in the world rankings, uh, McElroy, Hovland, and, uh, uh, and Rom and all of Rom's Rom's form wasn't great this summer either, but uh, um, some of that could be post Masters 
you know, <laughs> wearing the green jacket uh, on there. But um, so I, you know, I think um, I think it's going to be we're going to have to really play well to win. I think it's going to be tight. I think you know it's like a fourteen and a half, thirteen and a half, fifteen thirteen type match, and and hopefully we get it done. We do, we have to win fourteen to get the to keep the cup as a tie since we since we have it right now. But you know, a tie would be awful. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, it's better than losing, but but at the same time, yeah. it'd be better to win fourteen and a half. I almost almost I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a little bit of limb on, on just because I'm a homer and say I think we're gonna win fourteen and a half, thirteen and a half. There you go. <laughs> You just touched on this. One of the things that makes this event so great, so fun to watch, are the crowds. It doesn't matter if it's here stateside or or over in Europe. Yeah. What makes how much of an advantage is it with for the crowd for whoever it is where you're playing it? Well, I you know because of the team event, I think I think these guys, if when we've played well, it's when we look like we're having fun and kind of playing the crowd up. You know, the Patrick Reed. You know, the Boo Weekly, they're kind of uh, those guys kind of trying to raise the crowd up and get them going. Or yeah, Keegan Bradley was great about that too. Let's let's get it louder. And and uh, those guys that, that cherish that moment, I think it, if you channel it the right way, you can you can do great. I think uh, uh, I, I think the crowd's there. It's it's unusual for golf. Usually, golf's a little more polite crowd than it is uh, other sports. And I think it's the one opportunity that they get to to feel like they're in a football stadium or a baseball stadium and feel the crowd before because normally it's just they're, they're replying reacting to a shot versus let's get them jacked up before i hit this shot and uh so i think that's the fun part of it the, the team match of it is great too i think there's, there's some comfort when you're playing with a teammate because most of the sports and most of the time in golf you're you're, you're on your own island yeah. uh, doing it and so i think that piece is fun and we've always had a big advantage in the singles so i think if we get into the singles uh, matches on Sunday tied or even leading, then I think that's going to bode well for the, for the American side. Last thing here um, for last, I'm sorry, last thing here for Kerry Cosby okay. from Southern Hills, we're talking about the Ryder cup. You, you mentioned there a couple of times and we have during this conversation, it's a team thing, but these are individual players. We know that right. who is on this team. First of all, how would you balance that if you were choosing it? Because you're playing an individual game, but you are playing some team stuff here at the same time. And there are going to be guys who are maybe a little better at that, and the guys who are not a little better at that. Yeah. Does that have any any way any or for you any way anything when it comes to choices? Well, I, th- I think so. I think you got to you you got to really study the golf course and and what the you know different that I maybe your question a couple couple questions ago was what makes it different with the courses? Well, you know the the length, the how wide or narrow the fairways are, you know the greens, you know so putters and guys that are that pitch it great or guys because not all these guys do everything great i mean there's they they all have a little kink except for the real real elite guys uh in there that that they're that they're kind of masking so to, so to speak sometimes and then pairing guys up so you know you get a like um you know um oh, brian Harmon. you know he doesn't hit it very far but he's in, he's incredible around the greens he's a great competitor you know who do you pair him up with you pair him up with a bomber when it comes to the foursomes where that guy can get a wedge in his hand all the time. Uh, you know, so I think Spieth and Thomas is because they're such good friends. They've gone back to their junior golf days. Um, that's what happens or Scheffler and, and, uh, Spieth as, as, uh, um, Texas guys, you know, that maybe they yeah. grow up in Dallas. That they kind of have some of the, they they kind of have some similar, similar types of game. You know, they're, they're, um, 
they're used to playing in, in lots of different conditions, just growing up in this part of the world. So I think um, I think it really matters. And I think that the analytics that you see in all sports, I think they're using all the strokes gained, information, tee, you know, approach, around the green, on the green, and then the golf course setup. Because it, it – um, my guess is the greens would be a little bit slower than normal on PGA Tour because that's what the European Tour is like, even though half their team plays over here now. Um, so I'm not sure that's a huge benefit uh, to, to the European team. But I think they that that's what you would do. You, I'm sure the picks were made on on styles and how they're going to pair up is in foursomes as well as four ball uh, individual. The singles doesn't matter. It's just like who do you want to put out first and who yeah. do you want to put out last. Interesting always, and it's always going to be fun. And have you played that oh, course yeah. over there? No, sir. I've never, I've never been to Italy, so uh, uh, it, it uh, I'd love to do it. It looks great. I've, you know, like I said, I've watched it a couple times, uh, just watching the European Tour and the grandstands. Goodness, those those look cool. It'd be fun to hit a shot in front of those. Maybe 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 it'd be fun. I'm not sure. I better practice for one of those like that. But uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, but it, I'm, it'll be a great theater. I know it's going to be. Uh, you know, in the middle of the night here for us uh, when it's when it's live. But um, hopefully, we can get the get the U.S. flag waving on the on the clubhouse patio like they always do. I bet, yeah, I bet that'll happen. There's maybe an adult <laughs> beverage or two involved in that too. Yeah, yeah. that's the one thing you know is going to happen <laughs> with the, on, on the, the winning team. Uh, sure. Very last thing: uh, U.S. Senior uh-huh. Open going to Oak Tree in 27. It's not Tulsa, but everything that happens uh-huh. in golf in the state of Oklahoma is good. How do you feel about that? Absolutely, love it, love it. I mean, it's. Anything that's good, and and Oak Tree is a is a special uh, place. Obviously, uh, I love. I worked over there as an assistant before I was an assistant here, back in the uh, in the mid '90s. And uh, Oak Tree is one of the one of the great places. Got a, got a cool feel to it. Obviously, a, a tremendous golf course. And like you said, anything that uh, that good that happens in the state of Oklahoma is great for golf anywhere in the state. And we have one of the best golf histories with great levels of playing all the way from juniors to, to tour professionals and so this this only enhanced that and it's uh really really cool that uh, that's happening carrie you're always easy to get a hold of always easy going i appreciate sure. you being with us and uh, i hope all your predictions comes absolutely true <laughs> let's hope let's hope to uh, hope the usa gets it done on sunday um, i'm trusting carrie thanks carrie all right all right guys thanks have a good day thank you for listening to this exclusive blitz 1170 podcast from bravado wireless